The college experience on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by my bookie sign up over at mybookie.ag and use the promo code SGP 50 to claim your 50% deposit bonus today. Play win, get paid over at mybookie.ag. The college experience is also brought to you by odd shark. Head over to oddshark.com to find free picks from their supercomputer and expert writing staff, as well as betting stats and trends you won't find anywhere else. Follow them on Twitter at OddShark and visit them at www.oddshark.com. Yes. Welcome to the college experience. My name is Colby Dant, AKA the Dantabase. And, and this is our first episode. This is our first episode. I'm very glad to uh, be here to, to, to break down college football on a crazy level with you guys and college basketball when, when November kicks off and uh, kicks off when November drops off or shoots off or whatever you want to say. Uh, I'm excited to be here though. You guys have asked me over the past couple years to give you more college football content. And the guys, Ryan and Sean, have finally hooked me up, and I'm excited for this opportunity. So uh, work with me here. Uh, intro music by Scotty Shrike, friend of mine, former uh, Army vet, went to Afghanistan twice, I believe. What a hell of a guy. Well, we'll cover Army in, in due time. <laughs> anyway, without further ado, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to introduce my partner, good friend of mine, Known him since shit. I'm guessing uh eighth grade hoops. Or no. No. Eight year old third grade hoops. Third grade hoops. Eight years old. Uh no. Patty C here, former, former <laughs> James Madison football player, FCS level. <laughs> but that's being generous. <laughs> but he quit the team the year they won the national championship? Uh a couple years before. But I knew a lot of guys on the championship team. So I played with those guys. Wait, what's a couple years? So two years before, so you're a sophomore? Uh, my senior year, I graduated with the national championship. How does guys. that feel? How does that feel <laughs> to quit a team that wins a championship? That got a ring? <laughs> you know what? I've asked myself that question probably like three times in my life, and every time, all the beer I drank was a way better reward than that. All the beer sh- you drank? Hopefully the, the, the poontang you slanged? The poontang right? I slanged, then that little shit... One double A national championship. Was that the one over Montana? I remember that watching was. one over Montana. That's okay. Right. That's right. Okay. Anyway, welcome, Patty C. You're going to get to know this guy. I'm going to yeah, fucking put his Twitter feed all over the world. He finally got signed up to Twitter. Get yeah. this. I got this <laughs> asshole to sign up to Twitter for the first time. The first, what is it? 2018. That's impressive. Dude, John McCain ago. beat you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? There's a lot of old people. My dad might have beat you. I got to check. I got to check. <laughs> Hey, you know, you know, social media, fuck you. You know, I got Instagram, I got Facebook, I got Pinterest. <laughs> I don't have Wait, Pinterest. Pinterest? You, do you even have a profile on Pinterest? <laughs> no. I, I mean, am... it fits your profile, but I don't think the I don't think okay. I could go check out your profile uh, on Pinterest. <laughs> anyway. anyway. Anyway, I'm on board. So yes. look and, me up. And, and and me and Pat are huge college football nerds. I mean, obviously, I think you know that about myself. If you've listened to this pod or the Sports Gambling Podcast before, we're gonna break down everything. All right, we're going to have win totals. Not this episode, but we're going to have win totals. We will break through 
all 130 teams, although right now I'm only seeing win totals for 129, Liberty did jump into the FBS this year from the FCS, uh, which breaks me to uh, also uh, uh, Idaho left the FBS for the FCS. But we're going to break down all 130 teams. We're going to go division by division, win totals, you know, over unders. We're going to be doing it all here at the college experience. And I'm fucking excited for it. I'm just excited for the fact that, I mean, for two months now, I've known that this show is going to happen. And I'm like, holy shit, college football. I was already in college football mode, but I'm like, God damn it. Now I got to go through the world cup. I got to go through the, the baseball, you know, everyday baseball bullshit. You know what I mean? Well, thank God for the world cup. Cause summers are grueling without something in the middle. When we're just dealing with baseball, it's I'm true. frothing at the mouth for football by the time. But now that the world cup's basically over, we got a month to just sit there and wait for this. It's coming. Yeah, I mean, I, I love the World Cup too, but at the same time, like knowing that I—I I mean, every day I'm Google searching for college football podcast. You right. know what I mean? And and then I find it, and it's like these hacks talking about just you know the top t- five teams in the country, and I'm like, no, I want to know about college fucking football, and that's why I'm We're glad that we have down this prep. Liberty's <laughs> fullback. <laughs> exactly. We are gonna get there. All right. So with, with that said, we're gonna hit you with the off season. This is our off season episode. We're gonna break you in before our next episode. We'll be previewing the Sun Belt and the MAC. I'm excited. And on that, the off season, Sun Belt has finally added a championship football game. So now we have all ten conferences with championship football games, except the independents. So I think this is great. This is a great platform for a real playoff. Yep. The only problem is we still don't have a playoff. We have an invitational. Right. You know what I mean? You know what I mean, Pat, right? Proof is in the pudding. Look what, no further what's, than your, what's your review from last season? Honestly, as some guy who... who, who the if audience doesn't know you. I never watched a day of college football in my life, I would have said, okay, the only undefeated team in the country, yes. right? Central Florida. Central Florida beat the team that won the national championships, beat the team in the bros in the bowl game. Auburn. <laughs> Auburn. Yeah, let's get to Let that. Let me help you here. Yeah, right? Beat Auburn, and the national championship, national champion Alabama lost to Auburn? Come on. Yeah. Look uh, no further. That doesn't had, make any that, sense. It's just this simple. You had one team that went undefeated in all of college football. Right. They did not play in the Inventational. That's right. That you guys label a playoff, which is just, it just makes no sense. Right. I mean, and, and I've been waiting for this platform for, for forever. So, I mean, we're still at four teams, even though now we have 10 conferences, 10 championship games. I'm excited about that, but we need to fix the four, the four team platform. And you know what? I was against Colby in this call me old school, but I wanted to preserve the regular season's value. And I love the tradition of the bowls, but when you got a 13 and 0 team that doesn't even get a crack at it and they've beaten the powerhouses, yeah. It's not enough. You got to you got to expand. So. And it's, and that Auburn game wasn't like a, it wasn't even like one of those Boise State Oklahoma games. It was one of those games like where they just whooped their ass the whole fucking game. Right. You know what I mean? Like from the minute they kicked off, Central Florida whooped their ass. Right. And Auburn whooped Alabama's ass. Yes. So. But and, and Georgia's once. Right. So two two of the playoff teams. Right. Auburn was this close to going yeah. to the playoffs themselves. Well, I mean, another thing is Alabama benefited from not playing a fucking SEC championship game. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. They benefited. Alabama got the free the ride. The whole format is fucking again. retarded. We need a 16-team playoff. Look, now we got 10 conferences. <laughs> Slow 10, your roll there, buddy. 10 champions. <laughs> I'll, 10 I'll champions, and then you take the the, the, the the... So 10 conference champions. Colby's got then delusions you take six of grandeur other here. Teams. So. We've talked about this. <laughs> We've talked about this. You want me to bring you on? Right? <laughs> I'm, I'm over here in the... 
<laughs> uh, I'm over here in the uh, sports gambling podcast studio, and I got I got you know Ryan Kramer here, you know, as the audio engineer, just going through listening to us, and uh, and we've talked about this, Kramer. Come on, get on the mic. I, I've been. Uh... I've been stuck in the corner. I'm only yes. producing. Uh, in my head, I was like, you know, I'll just listen to them. It'll be fine. This whole time, I'm like, don't talk. Don't talk. Don't talk. Don't talk. Don't talk. <laughs> Very hard not to talk, but I wanted to just some housekeeping. Yes. Uh, I want to give you a solid grade on the intro. That was that was nice. Uh, you did, One take for those of you out there. That was that was the original take. So uh, yeah. I want to give my... Initial early grade. I'll, I'll go with a B. Nice on that. Nice. I, I don't. I don't. I don't throw out A's too often, so a B is solid. I almost started with the um, Ric Flair woo. I, I do want to. I do want to point some things out because you guys will have to get real used to memorizing these in very important bits of the sports gambling podcast. And that's first, Colby. Where can people follow the sports gambling uh, uh, podcast that's network? That's true. That's true. On Twitter at the B. SGP Network. There you go. You are already the best. The best host at calling that out <laughs> on the network. Uh, and secondly, uh, to follow, to subscribe. Um, yeah, go to your thing. Search for Sports Gambling Podcast Network or hit up subscribe.thesgpn.com. It's going to send you over to iTunes. Get subscribed and uh, Stitcher. We're in all that shit. Yeah, wherever wherever yeah. you uh, listen to podcasts, you can find this. So. Awesome, awesome. That's all. I'm gonna go. Should I go back? No, to being no, silent? no. Because okay. I want your opinion on this. Now because you're in. Pat's Pat's already already <laughs> knocking me here. Uh, Ten conference winners, six best teams. After that, sixteen team playoff. Holy shit! It's not hard to figure out. <laughs> Cosine. No, oh, gosh. Cool. We've okay. talked about. Look, this. I'm yeah. not against it, but automatically you're watering down the regular season. You have teams right now. That was uh, Central Florida's whole problem is they didn't get a look because their schedule included one or two FBS teams. Granted... Wait, FBS? Or, or um, Power FCA? 5 teams. Oh, power, yeah, yeah, Power 5 teams. Power 5 teams. Their schedule wasn't strong enough to uh, warrant consideration. Granted, their undefeated schedule should have gotten them a bid automatically. And but, when you consider the American Conference, I think should be considered a Power 6 school, or uh, not school, Power Power 6 conference, because if you look at their record, they've done pretty darn well. They've done well. That's debatable, yeah. for sure. But all that said... 16, I'm just going to go on record and say it simply. I think you it's think too eight? much right now. Eight? eight would do the trick for right now. I think four, quite frankly, it, with the exception of this year. Every year they've gotten it wrong. We've they talked have about gotten this. it wrong. Every, every single year. year. There's not been one year they've got it right. But that doesn't mean that the team, all I'm looking at, this is my qualification. At the end of the regular season, the team that deserves to win the national championship has a chance to win the national championship based on the regular season performance. And every and Alabama, single year, this past team that won, they did a, not deserve to make the playoffs because they didn't even win, right. let alone their own conference, That's but their why, own division. Right, exactly. It's the same thing with Ohio State when they went a couple years ago. It's absolutely retarded. It's not a playoff. <laughs> it's an invitational. Let's move along. Okay. All right, because this shit, I'll, I'll go crazy. I could talk about this for the whole fucking hour. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, off season, off season news. All right. We got obviously 130 teams. We're going to break down all of them. We're going to go through coaching hires. All of them. Because we're maniacs, right? <laughs> we'll start with the SEC, the so-called best conference that ESPN touts every fucking day. I happen to think the Big Ten is the best conference, but anyway, we'll start with the SEC. Off-season hires. Arkansas. Done with the Brett Bielma experience. 
He's fired. He's with the New England Patriots now in a role that's un, uh, unspecified. I love that, by the way. So that right. means he's cheating in some, some capacity. <laughs> right? Uh, they bring in Chad Morris from the from SMU. Yep. Former Clemson offensive coordinator. Uh, I think it's an interesting hire. I really do think it's an interesting hire. I don't... I don't... I, I wasn't excited about the hire. I don't think like, oh my God, Arkansas is going to be awesome. But... Chad Moore is kind of underachieved for me at SMU. Agreed. Like, I mean, he took him to a couple bowl games, took over June Jones' team, and, and June Jones, although June Jones had success at SMU, he left the program, I think, midseason, and they went, if they went, I think they went winless. If not winless, they were 1-10. Yeah. So he came in to a shitty situation, but he took him to two bowls, but he never beat anyone really quality outside of the conference. They did upset Houston when they had Greg Ward. What do you think of the hire? What do you What do you think? What do I think? Yeah, I think I'm kind of on board with you, uh, almost to a letter. Uh, you know, he he was clearly impressive at Clemson. His offenses were impressive at SMU. His defenses were crap. Yeah, his defense was atrocious. By the way, JMU they played at SMU. Boom. Went Chad down. Morris, what happened? Yep. Chad Morris got taken down by Everett Withers, who's at. Texas State, Texas. Sun Belt. Yeah. We'll be covering them next week. All right? Be ready. Be ready for Texas State <laughs> over-under. Anyway, uh, so overall, Arkansas gets Chad Morris. What do you rate that as far as a... a like, if we had to grade these coaches, we're going to give these coaches all grades. Uh, I think that's a C higher. I think I think it could be good, could be bad. Uh, he could be unemployed three years from now. I give it a C plus just because he's got upside, you know? And maybe with that kind of talent, like he could do something, but and and there's this factor, Arkansas this year, Bielma has a bunch of players returning, so he kind of set them up in great hands. And they don't play, Arkansas does not play an at a conference Power Five opponent, which is just horseshit, if I may say so. All right, so Chad Morris Absolutely. probably will get Arkansas to a bowl game, but I want you to know. They're counterfeit as fuck because that is a bullshit schedule. That is a bullshit right. schedule. Their toughest at a conference game is at Colorado State. Yep. Playing the uh, Mountain West, which I look, children, I, normally I would commend them the poor. to play one out. You know, it, the SEC never goes on the road to play a non power five. But yeah. normally every school puts up a power five opponent outside of the conference. Right. Arkansas failed to do that. They'll probably win six games just because of that. Teams like Arkansas in the SEC that can't don't stand to lose a, a national championship bid, I'm pretty sure take a little more risks than the Alabamas and the Floridas of the world. So you would expect a little more from Arkansas. Yeah. But uh, Here's something I got for you. Um, uh, this is a little off script here. Uh, Arkansas State will be better than Arkansas this year. You heard it here first. From the Sun Belt, Arkansas State will be better than the SEC's Arkansas Razorbacks this year. There it is. Yes. They're, they're lucky. They, there's a, probably a reason why they didn't schedule them. Anyway, moving along. Coaching. Dan Mullen. Florida. Florida goes out and finally hires a big-time hire. I mean, someone that's also affiliated with the program. Before that, they had done Ron Zook. Before they had done uh, uh, Will Muschamp. Before they had done uh, McElwain, uh, Saban Disciple. Right? Now they go out and get Dan Mullen, someone that was there under Spurrier, there under uh, uh, Urban Meyer, and and pretty much did an amazing job at Mississippi State. I mean, got him to number one or number two in the nation at one point. Yeah. Yep. What do you think about this hire? I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. I mean, how can you go wrong? Especially 
especially considering their talent level. I remember last year, I actually think I had Florida. I think I had Florida in like the, if not the playoff, I had them in a New Year's Six Bowl. Wow, really? And, and they won four games last year. <laughs> so, so that just goes to show. But they also had their whole team suspended right. prior to uh, to kickoff against Michigan week one. Sure. <laughs> you know, and, and including Antonio Callaway, who I think like what, they, st- they all stole credit cards and, and, you know, bought gummy worms and shit like that. I, you know, keeping the yeah. uh, Urban Meyer tradition going down there. Yeah. Probably the Steve Spurrier tradition. But I think this is a great hire. Yeah, 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 definitely. I mean, it's probably as far as the SEC goes back, right. but uh, but it's a great hire. I I think he's going to uh, he walks into a great situation. Mm, I don't think he walks into a great really. Situation. I think. What do you think Florida, of Felipe Franks? I think he's uh, a ta- like uh, a talented quarterback, but I think that he's not very polished. He strikes me as the same as like a Deshaun Kaiser or a Logan Thomas. Just a big but body. a quarterback genius, and he's going to run that. You know, he's yeah. Gonna, in that system, yeah. Felipe Franks could kill. I saw the spring game. He had like an 80-yard touchdown run. Yeah. Yeah, he's a big body. He'll yeah. uh, run that little quarterback option. He can throw it down the field with open receivers. He'll he wins do. eight this year. Eight. <sighs> eight games. Maybe I, even beats Florida State. I'd have to take a little cl- closer Florida look State. at that schedule, but uh, I would go. We're going to get into that on another episode. I would on, another episode. on that one. <laughs> we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna get into it uh, on another episode, but I'm telling you, great hire. I'm going to give that one an A. Mm. I'll give it a B plus just because he hasn't won anything really big yet. And, and Florida is a place where you hire coaches. Dude, he was at Mississippi State in the SEC West. Oh, he did great at Mississippi State in the SEC West. I'll give you that. I agree with you entirely on that. And I am, you know, because of that and because of the talent he produced and the and just on the eye test alone, you know, he's he's a great coach. There's no doubt about it. But Florida won national championships under Spurrier and Meyer. I'm not saying he's as good as Spurrier and Meyer, but I'm saying he's the closest thing they've hired since then, true. I'll okay, give you, that. you can't say Spurrier and my like those two are like fucking he's in certainly the Hall of not fame. an A you plus. Know I mean? like, you know, yeah. maybe an A. He's an A. What do um, you? You're giving it a B. B plus. Get the fuck out of here with your pluses. <laughs> uh, okay, moving along. The guy who fills his shoes at Mississippi State, Joe Moorhead. Mm-hmm. Moorhead comes over. Former offensive coordinator of Penn State. Former head coach of Fordham. I'm not going to say Fordham, <laughs> like, like like I've said before. Right. Uh, I actually thought this was a fucking home run hire, for, especially considering it's Mississippi State, Starkville, Mississippi. You know, before Mullen was there, it was a guy named Sylvester Croom. He didn't do much at Mississippi State. They were kind of shitty for about four or five years. And, you know, the first thing I, I saw when Mullen was leaving, I was like, oh, Mississippi State's going to be shit again. But no, then they they actually landed Moorhead, who I thought was uh, one of the hotter coaching, you know, hires in all of college football. I think he's going to do great. He, he also brings back a team full of talent. Fitzgerald, at quarterback's a beast. Mm. Their D line is loaded, one of the better D lines in the country. Uh, what do you think of this hire? That's true. He is stepping into a nice situation. I know you're high on this guy. I'm not going to lie. I just, I'm skeptical about Penn State coaches. In general, you know <laughs> what? Dude, just because Sandusky, they're like, <laughs> I'm skeptical of Penn State coaches, right? They, you know, they, there's something they going on up some, there. <laughs> they're touching kids' dicks. I'm skeptical of Penn State coaches. That's not why, dude. Tell me you saw the Paternal movie. I did. You did? Yeah, dude. Wasn't that the greatest fucking movie ever? I'm sorry, we're going on a tangent here, but I got to do this because one of the best parts of that movie, and I hope it's true because it's based on a book, I believe, is his family. Joe Paterno's family is all like. uh you know, they've read this indictment right. and Paterno refused to read this indictment because he was getting about. ready 
for Nebraska. It was Penn State and Nebraska. Mm-hmm. The, you know, the game that Penn, that Paterno actually did not coach. He ends up getting fired before this. Right. But he's studying film. And this is why he's a genius. And I think he's almost, I mean, I, I don't want to be in the wrong on this, but I'm saying like, he w- this is why he was a successful coach, right? Is <laughs> because... Uh, Treading on thin ice. <laughs> well, look, I'm just saying, look, did he miss some opportunities to do the right thing? Of course, right? But I'm saying when you're locked in, when you're fucking locked in, because I love this part of the movie, having literally cracking the fuck up. Yeah. Because his whole family, his daughter, his two sons, his wife, have, have, have they've read this 25-page indictment. Right. And they're like... They're crying and shit, and they're realizing the severity of this fucking case. And they're like, Joe, have you read the indictment? Have you read the indictment? You need to read this. He's like, Nebraska's got a number 16 offense in the country, right? I, I don't have time to read that bullshit. Right. Nebraska's number nine in the nation, and they got a great offense that I need to prepare for. And I'm sitting there like, this is why he's genius. He's this is, this is why he was a genius that's coach. How, that's how you have a 50-year coaching career. Right yes. Here. Ignore everything else about exactly, the universe. <laughs> exactly, and and like I said, like I, I'm not saying. I mean, I know he didn't do the right thing. He let he knew the shit. He never did. But you can also see why he was very successful. You of all people, is because are he ignored his everything. harshest critic. So let me just before you got start thinking anything about Colby's. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I am. I, he's a total piece of shit. I was more defending it, Joe Paterno at the time. Colby was coming down real hard at him. So. Um, uh, okay, so so Kramer, what's your take? What's your take on this, huh? Well, I, I, you know, this is how unprepared we are. I I didn't even prep Colby to do some ad reads, and you guys were just talking about doing the wrong thing. <laughs> now I wanted to talk about doing the right thing, Colby, mm. and that's heading over to mybookie.ag, <laughs> where if you use the promo code SGP50, you can claim your fifty percent deposit bonus today. Play, win. Get paid over at mybookie.ag. Yeah, no, in the future, Colby will do this. But pulling back the curtain, I'm here now and you get me. So I'm going back to silence. I I will say um, uh, uh, maybe maybe a grade for you, Pat. Um, Edgier, please. Edgier. Edgier. Yeah, Yeah. when Colby starts spewing some ridiculous shit about a pedophile, (laughs) uh, time time to get going. I love how he broke he, he broke that. He was like, man. Shit's going the wrong direction. Let me let me cut in with the MyBookie. No, I, I, I actually, I truly <laughs> thought it was a great time to talk about doing the right, right thing, thing. Yeah. and that is so. clearly the right thing. It's a, clearly a comparable <laughs> situation. Yeah. Right Don't there. touch little boys. <laughs> Go to MyBookie.ag. Paterno never and, actually touched. He well, just kind of let the touching continue. Okay, you know I think I mean? we're done here. But if he you was blind a- from that. He was watching Nebraska's offense, guys. <laughs> If you watch a tree fall in the forest, did it fall? Right. <laughs> I mean, look, and, philosophically. And, and to that point, that that is truly the best scene in the whole movie, oh, where dude. Al Pacino's like, ah, I got the, I got the offense going. It's just like settle dude, down. All right, dude. I was watching that with with, with my ex girl, and I was sitting there cracking up at that part, and she's like, "How are you laughing at this part?" And I'm like, "I, you just gotta, you gotta know the guy." And I don't even know the guy, but I'm saying just knowing his fucking history. But anyway. You also have to have uh, a, a sick ass <laughs> sense of humor. Okay. Uh, on a positive note, I'll keep the show moving along. There you go. <laughs> uh, so, so I give Mullen, an, or I'm sorry, Morehead, Joe Morehead. I'm going to give this one. We, since we're doing pluses and minuses now, I'll go B plus. Okay. And I'm always uh, just a, a hair away from you. I think my reasoning. I'm going to go B. My reasoning is because I haven't seen enough of him, and I feel like... What's your reasoning, though? Like, uh, you think he did a bad job at Penn State? I think Penn State is always 
just one step behind like the curve in Dude, terms they, of they didn't have enough scholarships, bro. Well, that, they had that, that, that scandal. Hurts. You know what I mean? Like, the, uh, no, the fact that they recovered as fast as they did is pretty impressive. I'll give them that. But what I'm saying is, Penn State, their little like uh, spread offense with like all these different elements and whatnot, they're like five years late. And granted, you're Penn State, so you have the talent to be able to run it run that scheme and be successful. But you could also argue, because like the Saquon Barkley thing is he didn't have a very good offensive line. Mm. This year, they're supposed to have their best offensive line they've had in like 10 or 15 years. Right. Well, yeah, Penn State is... So for that to work with with a shady or shitty offensive line, I love how I was trying to not Shady ass offensive line. I was trying to not curse and correct myself. Um... (laughs) I would think that's pretty pretty damn good for for a guy that. And another thing is he was very successful at Fordham. For sure. I mean, I know that's an FCS level, yeah, but he was good at Fordham. I don't know a ton of his history at Florida or Fordham, to be honest. But um, yeah, I mean, he seems like he got that offense going. They were scoring points. It could be a great hire for all I know. It just seems like he was running a good offense at a very good school. So who, that's all. I, that's all the information I have about the guy. So so you said B minus. Uh, I'd say B. B. Okay. Yeah. We're close enough there. I'm not going to argue too much. All right, then moving along, the $75 million man. You know who I'm talking about? I'm talking about Jimbo Fisher. (laughs) I personally thought that was the most ridiculous shit of the whole offseason. Okay, before you go any further. $75 million for a guy. Regardless of the money. Okay. Regardless of the money. Is that a good hire? I I think it's the same level as Kevin Sumlin. I think he's going to win. If not, if not, maybe a hair better. Right. I'm saying they fired Kevin Sumlin for going eight and four and seven and five every year. I think he had one or two, like 10 win seasons, or I think he went 10 and th- or 11 and three. Yeah, or 10, he was 10 like nine, or something, 10. Or, he got he the had first some year good with years. Manziel. He had a fucking incredible year. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's going to get much better. I mean, I know he, he inherits once again, he inherits a great team. Uh, senior, uh, like they, they literally have a ton of talent on this Texas A&M team this year. Um, I just think a it's the SEC West, right? Uh, I know you had Clemson in the ACC Atlantic, but uh, you also had Syracuse. You also had Wake Forest, right? Uh, well, welcome Not to the SEC West. Well. <laughs> yeah, the SEC West. You're gonna play at LSU. You're gonna play, you know, home to Alabama at. Auburn, whatever the yeah, hell it your is. Your break is I'm Arkansas. Not, I'm not quoting their schedule. I'm just saying you, you're going to have games like that. All right. Even the, the I mean, Ar- Arkansas being the worst team in Probably the SEC Missouri. West. Well, Missouri's in the East. That's weird. Yeah. But yeah. Arkansas being the worst team in the SEC West, they're better than like three or four teams in the Atlantic. You know what I mean? Like they would destroy right. Syracuse. They would Arkansas destroy Wake Forest. might win the ACC Coastal. <laughs> yeah. And I know you could argue and say, well, Wake Forest beat A&M in the bowl game last year, but they also didn't have their fucking coach. I don't, I'm not big into the bowl game belief. Of like even I right. yeah you know I think it's a lot of six weeks a off a bunch of crock of shit yeah, yeah. motivations uh, all over the place but anyway crazy hire they gave him seventy five million dollars yeah I personally don't think he's ever going to take Texas A and M to the playoffs I think he's done I think he's done in five years here five he's going to be good enough just like Sumlin to get five and then he's gone right yeah I mean I'm I mean depending on their expectations if they're like one of these uh, Auburn type schools that expects you to get ten or eleven like every other year. Or most, like, pretty much every year, mm-hmm. then there's no way he's going to live up to expectations. And when you're paying him that much money, of course, that's got to be the expectation. You know, might give him six just because they've invested that much money into him. But I'm right there with you. It could be right around that time frame where 
he's gonna he's gonna peak out at nine or ten. He's never gonna win more than that. So so what do you think like to grade Jimbo Fisher at eight and M? What do you think? As a higher well, let me ask you this: considering the money or not considering the money? Uh, I think you've got to consider the money. I think you have to, right? Considering because, the money, that's, that, a... that's the whole market. Uh, okay. So uh, what do you What do you think, Kramer? I just wanted to remind you guys: we're speaking about amateur athletics. Um, yeah, amateur <laughs> athletics. Yeah, seventy five no, million dollars. They the, couldn't pay the fucking kids, right? Bags aren't <laughs> yeah. being dropped. A <laughs> and M, those scumbags. <laughs> They're always been a. Sh- uh, that's a that's a scumbag school right there too. Anything to catch Texas. Remember uh, uh, what was it, De- Dennis Franchone? What did he do? Didn't he get caught with some emails or something? But they they wanted him out, and then or who came after him? They've basically dropped the ball. <laughs> R.C. Slocum was like the only guy that was really legit at A and M. I mean, I thought thought Sumlin did a decent job actually, All considering right. you're in the SEC West. I don't think he was a bad coach. Yeah, he did pretty well. Yeah, I thought they kind of gave him the shaft, and obviously he was getting those racial those yeah, racial. If anything, uh, he kind of overperformed. Yeah. yeah, yeah, especially the I mean the first year or two he was like fucking killing. Very good, very good. But um. So so I'm gonna give this a I'm gonna go actually B minus. I'm gonna say the only reason why I give it a B and not a C is because I think he's gonna be as good as someone, if not a hair better. So I don't see like I don't feel like they regressed. Right. It's tough to say with um Fisher what his uh what because he just was doing the pro style thing at Florida State, you know, and it doesn't take a genius to run like a pro style system at a school with more talent than everyone else. You know, and yeah. when you take that system, that's like my high school coach, Tommy Meyer. We would beat every shout out Tommy shout, Meyer. Shout, shout yeah. out Tommy Meyer. <laughs> we would beat every team we were supposed to beat. We would lose to every team we're supposed to lose to because you're teaching a discipline, but your system is not advanced enough to like step up a notch beyond where you're supposed to be. And uh, that's what I would expect from him. A and M's unless they can somehow like unless he can somehow boost their recruiting to where they get in like the top five every year. Then yeah, I think I th- Herman at Texas is going to out recruit him every year. Probably Austin is oh, yeah. better than Texas, College Station. Texas, yes. uh, Texas inks the number three class in the nation in like yeah October. Seconds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're done in October. Exactly. So what what are you giving it then, grade wise? I give it like a probably like is it C plus B minus. I'm okay. about to say B minus. I'm right there with you. Okay. Okay. Uh, moving along, uh, this one is a is kind of a <laughs> just because of the money though. I'll say a B on on his talent. You know? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So so originally a B, but because seventy five million dollars B minus. B minus. Yeah. Okay. Moving along, the last of the SEC hires, Jeremy Pruitt, Tennessee, comes over from Alabama as a defense coordinator after one year. Now this was one of the best off seasons ever for Tennessee. Or was two, it was two, it two years? No, it was two years. Yeah, yeah, sorry, two years. you're right. And uh, this is one of the best off seasons ever for Tennessee because they fired their athletic director after like ten months with the fucking school. <laughs> They 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 go to hire Greg Schiano. I think he actually signed a contract because they ended up paying him to get. It, it, Tennessee fans are fucking ridiculous. All right, then they almost they almost got Mike Leach. They almost did like two great hires. Schiano would have been a great hire. Right. Leach would have been a great hire. Right. I personally think Leach like, would have been an amazing. People hire. don't even realize just because Leach is a Trump supporter, right? <laughs> that Leach that would have flown in Tennessee. Too. Yeah, exactly. You would think the shoe fits, right? right. <laughs> but but. I mean, what he did at Texas Tech, he had Texas Tech number one in the nation at one point. Right. What he's doing at Washington State, he took over Washington State, they were like one and ten, one and eleven. They won or two, like one you know, game yes, in two whatever years. Whatever the fuck it was. They were terrible. He's never had legit talent. Can you imagine him at Tennessee? It would have been amazing. Yeah. 
Shiano the same way. I've been convinced that with Shiano's job at Rutgers is one of the better jobs in the past couple of years, like the past couple of decades. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they blew it on to me, I thought two great coaching hires. And blew it, blew it. Remember that? Uh but uh <laughs> blew it. Blew it. <laughs> talking about that pit kicker. Uh I forget his first Cody name. Cody blew it. I don't know, but yeah, his last something. name was Blew It. And he missed <laughs> And a he kick. missed a kick against Duke to beat Duke. And the announcer was just killing it being blew it, blew it. But anyway, we dragged that one out. <laughs> yeah, I, I wanted to explain it just because I go. thought. But but then they hire Jeremy Pruitt. Yeah, I think the jury's still out. I think the jury is very much still out. Taking over for Alabama defensive coordinating is like, I mean, come on. I think I could do a fucking decent job. Yeah, it's this like you got guy, great talent everywhere. Right. <laughs> I understand Kirby Smart was a great hire. Saban disciple. Right. I understand Lane Kiffin. But Kirby I don't even Smart was there yeah. for like ten years. He I don't, built that yeah. with him. <laughs> but I don't even consider like Lane Kiffin a true like Saban disciple. Right. This guy sucked at fucking USC. Right. He sucked at Tennessee. Yeah. He Lane sucked Kiffin's with the Oakland the same Raiders. Same thing as yeah. uh, old Alki. Uh, uh, Steve Sarkeesian. Sarkeesian. Yeah. Right. Who was at Alabama OC for one for one game? Uh, <laughs> but but Kiffin did catch some lightning in a bottle in, in, in Boca Raton with Florida Atlantic. Right. And I still think he's doing a good job. That's there. a shoe that fits right yes. there. Right. But McIlwain from Florida, former Saban disciple yeah. kind of failed, even though I think he has a winning record when he got fired. I think he had a winning record, but his offense was you always Florida shit at Florida. And you don't have a winning yeah. record. You're yeah, a, yeah. You're fucking terrible, but he was yeah. good. At, he was decent at Colorado state, but I, I, I think the jury's out more than people realize on, on Saban coaches, you know, the, the coaching tree from, from Nick Fisher Saban. was Fisher was great. Jimbo Fisher. No, great. Oh, you got a national championship. championship. Once again, the Invitational. Right. The Invitational. Very, uh, very good. Yes. Anyway, so Pruitt's at Tennessee. What do you think of the hire? Blah. I think, uh, jury's still out. I mean, I don't know anything about this guy. I'm not sold on him. Like, like I was sort of sold on Smart because he was there for so long. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, I'm going to say C here. I'm with you. Uh, that sounds just maybe about even right. actually knowing that Shiano and Leach were the other options. <laughs> I'm gonna say D plus. Just drop them down a yeah. notch. I think that I think they ended up with a worse coach than the other two. Yeah, I, I would say without a doubt. Like yeah. you know, based on track record, you know, based on the information that's out there. Yeah, I would have taken either one of those two dudes over him. Now, granted, Shiano's little snafu or whatever it was. What was his deal? What do you mean? Didn't he get in trouble? Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, he coached oh, for like bullshit. a year or two years. Yeah, it was fucking. Who terrible. was who was bitching at him about? Uh, who was the coach? Uh, I remember the he he uh, uh something to do with kneeling down. Yeah, he was like trying to he, knock he was, the ball yeah, out. On, yeah, I actually kind of like that. No, it was Tom Coughlin's like uh, curmudgeon <laughs> little like. Uh, uh, this is where we cue in Kramer. We're gonna cue in. Need to talk. Uh, yeah. Need to talk here because is it is it Tom Coughlin? Are we accurate on this? It was every fucking coach in the NFL. <laughs> They're like, bro, the game's over. Like, settle the fuck down. Yeah, you play to win. That's the why game. pro football sucks balls compared to college football. Okay, yeah, you play to win the game. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> the game's not over. <laughs> fuck you. We're playing football. Amen. Amen. I'm you with know? you. I'm with Shiano. I think Shiano would have been a great hire. Douchebags. Man, don't try anymore. The game's yeah. over. Yeah. <laughs> Right? No, I, I completely agree. To me, if there's still time on the clock, uh, I believe in the Herm Edwards philosophy. You know, you play to win the game. Yep. What the fuck? That's you know right. what I mean? <laughs> uh, okay. 
So who, who? Uh, Herm Edwards, of course, scored a play, scored a touchdown against on a kneel down play. Oh, the Eagles. How did I not connect that football Thank you. giants? <laughs> Herm Edwards knows. Yeah. Herm Edwards has done it before. Has Tom, Tom Coughlin ever scored a touchdown on a kneel down play? Nope. No. no. They didn't have cameras back then. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I was say, he's like 94 years old, man. Dude play with like leather fucking helmets. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> But uh, it, assuming he played. Um, okay, done with the SEC. That took way longer than I thought it would. Uh, let's move along. Florida State. Uh, Jimbo Fisher, gone. In comes Kevin's... Willie. Not Kevin Sumlin. Willie Taggart from... I was pretty stoned when I wrote this. They all uh, look the same. W- Willie, <laughs> Willie Taggart from Just Oregon. <laughs> Jesus, dude. Uh, and, and uh, you know, one year, one year at Oregon... And he's gone. I thought that was pretty shocking. Yeah. He was great at South Florida. He was great at Western Kentucky. He's a Harbaugh disciple, not Jim. Jack. Jack, I almost said John. (laughs) Right? Uh, Jack Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh's father, if you don't know. That's not a third brother. Right? Mm -hmm. Uh, So I love the hire, actually. He's got a Florida background. I think he's a fantastic coach. I, I do I do think it sucks that he spent one year at Oregon. I, I, I was a little shocked that he left after one. Yeah. But I think this is his, apparently it's his coaching dream or some shit. He always loved Oh, Florida it's a State. way better opportunity. Yeah. You know, you can't blame the guy. We'll see. I, I think Oregon might make the playoffs faster than Florida State. Oregon, you know, it's tough to say, like, how <laughs> long they're going to... Oregon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough to say. What, what, what were you saying? It's tough to say how long they're going to stay relevant because they're up in the fucking middle of nowhere. And you they know, have Nike money. They're going to stay well, they relevant have Nike forever. money, but now everyone's got a million uniforms. They were the first to do it. Look, the recruiting's already dropped off. Find a way now they be... have Mario Cristobal. What do you mean? He, has, he did a great job recruiting this year. Well, he's a recruiting yeah. specialist. They have like the, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They have the, he they, has they, no like, they coaching finally got like, They finally got like actual defensive linemen that are the size of defensive linemen. <laughs> right. And offensive linemen that are the size of offensive linemen. Right. Before, under Chip Kelly, they're getting guys that were like 200 pounds to be a fucking guard. You right. know what I mean? Like... It was ridiculous. Well, whatever they were doing, it was working. I'm yeah, sure well, it was me. working to a certain extent, but I'm saying now Cristobal is there. Uh, we'll get to him in a little bit. But if you can saying, hire some great coordinators, it could work again there. But they they have a recruiting uphill battle in the middle of the woods in Oregon. They were pulling so much at California. Assuming they can still do that, still they get gonna, a hot shot recruiter, then they can do it. Gonna, they're, still, they're still, they're still gonna. They still could. I, I haven't given up on Oregon I'm yet. You, I, I'm buddies with a uh, with a friend that played safety at Oregon. Right? Okay. And he said, I was so locked into USC or UCLA, and then I went to Oregon, and he goes, not only were the women fantastic that they gave me, the oh, uh, the, the, the whole entire Ray experience, and, uh... the whole entire experience with the Nike. He got you know, game. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> man. But, uh, uh, so what do you think of Taggart at Florida State? I'm getting off the, getting off the rails here. Dude. What do you think of Taggart at Florida State? Taggart hasn't proven enough to me to South Florida. He be did another home job. run. He's, he's, he did a good job. He did yeah. a very good job. He struggled like his first two years or three years, and he, he, right. he was on the hot seat, and then he caught on. And, he, and when, when they caught on, they fucking caught on. Right. They did a good job, and like assuming that he brings the mobile quarterback into the Florida State fold, which for some reason they've lacked for their entire uh, history despite being in the state of Florida and having that uh, talent base in their backyard, um, I would think that, yeah, if he can do what he's done – I, th- I think it's a good hire. I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go B. Yeah, yeah. 
Be, is that an improvement from Jimbo Fisher? I think. I, I don't. Think it, I think it's actually a. I think it's about the same. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I'm there. It's kind of, them and A and M. He's got more fuck. potential than Jimbo Fisher. I agree. I'll say I that. I do agree. I yeah. do agree with that. All right, so that moves us along. The ACC. The, those are the one uh, coaching change in the ACC. We move along to the Pac-12, which was just an absolute mess. Uh, they went one and seven or one and eight in bowl games, which I think is actually extremely misleading, considering three or four of the coaches weren't there to coach their team in the bowl game, but. Regardless, they had a bad, bad year. Uh, as much as as much as I like to defend the Pac-12, I think it's actually a much more legit conference than than people give it credit for. I think uh, uh, another thing is I think the the parity within the conference is a lot stronger than a lot of other conferences. But but anyway, regardless, new coaches, Rich Rodriguez gone at, at Arizona. Apparently, he was fucking the wrong girl, right? <laughs> and in comes Kevin Sumlin. We've all done it, <laughs> right? <laughs> Kevin Sumlin from A&M to Arizona. He's got a quarterback named Khalil Tate. Dude's supposed to be Monty. Rusher over 300 yards against Colorado. I'm still fucking hungover from that fucking time watching that game. Jesus. It was it was a 400 or 300. I don't even fucking remember. I, it got to a point where I just stopped. I was like, it's one play. It's, it's the option read. Stop the fucking quarterback. Right through the middle of yes. the defensive line. Holy shit. But anyway, Kevin Sumlin, who I think is a good coach. He was good at Houston. Good at A&M. Good enough at A&M. I mean, I guess not because they fired him. But at the same time, I think he's a good coach. Yeah. I think this is a great hire. I think especially given that it's Arizona, you know, who has it's pretty a basketball much school. no football yeah. history right, whatsoever. Yeah. To get a guy who came in and overachieved at A&M and kind of had them in regular, like, second-rate contention in the SEC and SEC West, you know, they were never the doormat over there. And they have fire coaches all over the place in the SEC. That's a that's a very good coach. And for Arizona to get that, especially because, like we had talked about before, he's got the California ties. Yeah, he's got the Texas ties. He's like right in that recruiting area. So someone's apparently from Southern California, right? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think it's a good hire. I mean, I I thought Rich Rod was doing a solid job there, but yeah. uh, I'll give it I'll give it a B. I'm gonna give that a B plus. B plus. Yeah. I might even give that an A, man. Already, uh, and 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 Kramer, what do you think about this? Uh, as you know, I'm not. I'm definitely not a college expert, but uh, sign me up for betting against, uh, or for being fortunate enough to bet against, to get to bet bet against <laughs> Kevin Sumlin <laughs> for another fucking season. Oh man, yeah, I mean, you've you've made some big bucks betting against Kevin Sumlin. He's huh? a horrible coach. Anyway, I, oh. I, yeah? I what I was going to ask you is maybe I, against the spread he is. Well, that that's yeah. what, we're, what we care about. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. What, what I what I wanted to ask you is I'm I'm, th- I'm listening and I'm I'm your audience tonight and I'm like man it'd be really awesome if you were to drop a nugget at the end like are you buying or selling this dude from a gambling perspective? Do you like this this team more or less now from a gambling perspective because this coach showed up because the Kevin Sumlin conversation got me thinking like I love this dude's inept ability to make in-game decisions and I love betting <laughs> yeah. against them and in the Pac-12 where there's all these points and adjustments are key. I'll put it like this. I, yes, I, please. I, I, I would continue that trend because I think Arizona is severely overrated coming into the season. Good. Uh, uh, they got this guy Khalil Tate who ex, you know, did great under Rich Rod. He was a backup to Brandon Dawkins and Colorado injured Brandon Dawkins and this guy came out of nowhere and started running on everybody. But if you look at who says he's going to be able to do anything? Well, no, and also, if you look at the final three games of the year, yeah, they, they the defense has figured him out. Yeah, 
And now someone comes in who doesn't run. I don't think it's much. I don't, I don't think it's nearly as friendly for a guy of Tate's talent right. as Rich Rod's system. Sure. And they're He's getting a back. they're getting a lot of preseason hype for saying like, "Yo, hey, they're going to finish you know second in the Pac-12." Yeah. You know, South. And I, I think I think this team's clearly one of the more overrated teams coming into it. So Kramer, to answer your question, bet against the Wildcats. Bet against Sumlin. And thank you for saying that. But you know, you know something we don't bet against here at the Sports Gambling Podcast. Colby? What's that? Oddshark.com. I'm a little. I got to be honest. I've been. I've been medicating here because I'm not talking. More medication, <laughs> less talk. But we don't bet bet against Oddshark here at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Head over to Oddshark.com where you can find free picks from their supercomputer and expert writing staff, as well as betting stats and trends you won't find anywhere else. You can follow them on uh, on Twitter at Oddshark. Uh, check out their website www.oddshark.com. They're the best. Yes, they are the best, and so is Johnny, Johnny Campbell over there, the the the, the first and only guest of the sports gambling podcast from uh, from the Atlantic time zone up there in oh. uh, Nova Scotia. Yeah, or I was about to say, is that Newfoundland, Canada? Where where the fuck is that? I don't know. All right, I apologize for derailing. Bills yeah. are paid. Continue. Exactly. There we go. And I, I I'm, I'm going to get that down, man. I didn't know when to break that in, but we're going to get this thing figured out. I didn't tell you. I mean, yeah. full, full, the horrible Purdue. I'm giving myself a C minus as, <laughs> as I blow smoke into the mic. I'm giving myself a C minus. Did not have you prepared. I, I, I have to do better as the, as the, uh, as the no, head no, coach. No. Look, I you, have you to give do me better. the opportunity. As long as I'm talking football, we're going to get this thing figured Listen, out. I'm a nerd. I get excited about all these fucking coaching hires. I should have been like, I'm hey, Jeff Kobe. Fisher. You were Jared Goff. Like, you, <laughs> never, you never had a chance. Little do you know these ne- guys are hugging each other right <laughs> now. <laughs> Next episode, I'm going to Sean McVay this shit. <laughs> there we Boom. go. Right? Uh, well, thank you, man. I appreciate the help. And like I said, you got to work with us on this. We're tr- this is the first ever episode. It's going to get more fine-tuned. We're going to have your own feedback. We're going to have a whole different thing. I'm going to do my own top 25 at one point. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's going to be exciting. Yeah. And, and yeah, for the for the fans that are listening, like, whoa, where are the regular producers? Uh, fuck you. Yeah. The, <laughs> this is a homegrown operation. Yes, here. yes. We start from the we started from the bottom. Now we're at the top. Now What's we, that stupid song? No, I don't um, fucking know. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Now. I'll, I'll edit that <laughs> out. After. Yeah, please edit that out, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, Back to the Pac-12, man. I'm in the middle of this. Someone, I gave it a, I gave it a B. You gave it a B. What'd you give it? I don't even fucking remember. I'm gonna give it like a B plus or an A. I think if, for his coaching talent, mm-hmm. um, he's well beyond what they deserve over there. I'm you telling know. you though, but from a betting this year, standpoint, fucking overrated. This I agree year. with you entirely. Yeah. I think Khalil Tate's a running quarterback that fits specifically in Rich Rodriguez's scheme. And Kevin Sumlin isn't going to be able to utilize him the same way. And he he is recruiting better on like the offensive defensive lines. They're getting once again kind of like the the crystal ball thing. Yeah, getting much more weight in there, much more like bodies as right. opposed to like Arizona used to have like really thin defensive linemen. So so he is making a difference on some point. But I I just I'm not a buyer. But I do think it's a solid hire considering that you fired Rich Rodriguez. He was doing a great job, but hey, I guess you can't fuck everybody, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> uh, Arizona State. Back to our boy. Mm-hmm. Tell me, you saw the press conference when they hired this guy? I d- I don't think I did. Oh my god! You're Amazing, me, dude. You fucking kill. Amazing. Me. Uh, okay, Arizona State. I'm a I'm a New York Jets fan. First off, oh, if wait, you don't I know think that, I know what you're talking about. If you don't know that, I'm a New York Jets fan, and I had the uh, the experience of the Herman Edwards experience. I like the guy. I really like him as a human being. Yeah. 
However, our offenses were so fucking conservative. So fucking conservative. It was really fucking hard to take a Herman Edwards coach team and watch them every Sunday and be happy about life. So Arizona State hires him after not coaching for 10 years. Right. Out of the fucking blue. This is the most random hire of the whole offseason. Yeah, one of the most random I've ever seen. Yeah, it's like, what the fuck? And then even crazier, he tries to retain the, the their OC, Billy Napier, who, 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 who declines and then takes the head coaching job at Louisiana Lafayette. But <laughs> then he promotes the wide receiver coach who is a, a Sonny Dykes disciple, mm-hmm. Mike Leach disciple. Herman Edwards is a very conservative, and he already went public saying, we're going to run way more. But then he promoted him after that. (laughs) And I'm like, wait, you promoted a guy who throws the ball like 7,000 times a game, (laughs) but you say you're going to run the ball more. I'm so fucking confused over this fucking hire already. You know, and and here's another thing is that Arizona State has a ton of offensive talent. They lost some defensive players, but they have one of the best receivers in the nation. They got Manny Wilkins, at quarterback, who's an absolute fucking beast quarterback. It's the strangest fucking thing ever. I don't know. I, I'm trying to, like, you know, get get, get ready for all these podcasts and, and do my write-ups on all these teams, and I have zero... I don't know where the fuck to place Arizona State. Right. Like, I, I'm so confused by the hire. I'm confused by the offensive coordinating hire. I'm confused by the statement he's going to run the ball. And then also his beautiful press conference where he's, like, <laughs> back to... Because I kind of passed that. Right. Is, like... Oh, uh, the, you know, uh, they, they showed him like a devil, uh, the, the, the school newspaper, and it was like Devil's Digest or something. Yeah. And he's like, oh, no, I don't do devils. I don't <laughs> oh, do devils here. God, he had forgotten the, to- the, 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 the fucking nickname of the team. Yeah. This guy. Thank you, man. You're a wow. solid guy. Right? You know what I mean? So uh, I think this one is, I, I actually have no idea what to fucking, out of all the coaches on my list right here, this is the one where I literally have like 10 question marks. I'm going to say this is a, a, I'll go D plus because I don't. I mean, this guy's almost seventy. Yeah. I don't know how well he can connect with kids. Right. But uh, I mean, he's got NFL coaching legacy. Yeah. He's got he's got playing legacy. It's a fucking weird ass hire. You know what? It's an exact parallel to to me. Who's that? Al Grow at UVA. Another Jets coach. God Another damn it! Jets All these coach. Jets. <laughs> you try and run this pro style shit, thinking you're uh, you're gonna take. He took a new... him to a bowl though. He, Matt wasn't Matt Schaub his college quarterback. Yeah, when yeah. you following. Uh, they never beat Virginia Tech though under Al Groh. I don't think. I, no, they beat him in 2003. I want to say with uh, One Schaub. Time? Yeah. Oh wow. And yeah. Alvin Pierman. Probably the only time in that's the, past the last 20 time. Years, in, right? Yeah, I think yeah. probably around that last 20 years. But uh, what's just so crazy? I know you're a big Tech fan, but. Uh, I'm a UVA guy, you know. I love my, I love me some tech too, but uh, yeah. I mean, it's been a tough run. So anyway, yeah. He comes in with this pro. Oh, style one of approach. the last fifteen years. Okay, okay. One, one of the last, of 15, the last years, fifteen years. Virginia has beaten Virginia Tech. Yeah, that's really bad. For a second, I thought you were saying Grow went one of fifteen with the with the Jets, and I was like, did we really? Well, they're on like, a fourteen. No, we fucking we, we we went like nine and seven and missed the playoffs. Tech play-off. is on a fourteen game win streak over UVA. So wait, you're a UVA fan, you're a Virginia Tech fan, and you went to James Madison. I fucking hate you. Uh, everyone hey, hates me. Let me just clarify how retarded that is. I'm sorry, I love Kramer. the state I, of Virginia. We, Fuck you. Can I talk? <laughs> okay. Yes, you definitely okay. can. Can I finish? Yeah. Um, you know, I mean. Dude, he drops. There's certain team. there's certain lines in the sand you don't cross. <laughs> exactly. Listen, this is coming from a fucking hokey. Mm-hmm. I grew up a UVA fan, right? In 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 the Tiki Barber days. In the Tiki Barber days, when they had right? a program. 
I was grew up a homosexual. <laughs> He's a giant. What are you, you going against Dicky uh, too? One of my least favorite giants. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, he shat on all time. Yeah, the yeah. all time uh, bitch. Gumpy ass uh, Eli Manning. Uh, wah, wah, wah. Okay. The best thing about Tiki Barber, not to really derail your podcast, Colby. No, I'm no, sorry. no. It's, it, I like derailing it. <laughs> he announced that he was retiring early. He retired early. And um, he tried to come back. Like, right before the Giants won a Super Bowl. That was glorious. Uh, <laughs> to go into the media, because, of course, he was so well-spoken. He went to UVA, a great school, uh, teach teach young men how to uh, philander young women and, and, right? and uh, aggressively um, offer them uh, their dicks. Uh, <laughs> and then get fired, and now you're completely obscure. Just coming from and a, a tech head, yeah, yep. exactly. And I'm I'm retracting myself now. Go uh, Hokies! No, 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 no. That, that, you're 100 right. And I mean, Charlottesville is a shithole place, as we saw last August. I never partied there yeah. once in college, yeah. so that's all you need to know. Yeah, I mean, the fact you like him, I, I'm a, I, I do like Bronco Mendenhall, but I mean, I think he's a good coach. I don't like him. I mean, as a BYU, human being, yeah, I mean, I, his I, sons are Cutter and Raider. How can you like that guy? Sorry, Bronk. <laughs> Raider? That's kind of Raider. Cool. R-A-E-D-E-R. Just know. like... Yeah. Just, sorry. In I'm, case I'm, uh, I'm going to make a... I'm going to interject and make a, a note for the show. Let's not I'm, run. I'm so coming long. on the ACC preview. Oh, definitely. Okay. There we go. There yeah. we go. That's what I like here. I, I fucking hate so this. So many hot takes for this one. Virginia, Virginia <laughs> Cavalier guy. Yeah. God. Make one bowl game. You know who hey. whooped their ass in the bowl game? Navy. Fucking TikTok. Navy. American Conference, once again. Tick. The one you tried to shit on. Mother. Fucking shit all over UVA. Talk. Right? Hey. Boom. This Navy. Fucking, yeah. Triple option. Okay. Guys that aren't even fucking, like, they're not it even one stars. You know game. what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's continue. This, this is taking forever. All right. Herm Edwards, I, I give a, a fucking, uh, uh, I'm going to go D plus. What you, What'd you say? I don't even know what the fuck you said. D plus, D plus is... You Almost said, generous, but yeah, I'll go with D plus. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Chip Kelly. This is the home run fucking hire. UCLA. Now it's going to take time. I, I got a guy. Who, Not much. I got a guy who coaches. I, I, I have a, you know, I have I a source a guy. <laughs> that works with UCLA football. Mm-hmm. And he tells me, holy shit, they're really behind schedule of a Chip Kelly offense. But in general, fucking amazing hire. This, I, I think I called this last year with you, Pat. I said, UCLA, Mora is going to be done. They're going to hire Chip Kelly. Mm-hmm. Right? I said, he's either going to go to UCLA or Arizona State. He ends up going to UCLA. So I somewhat fucking called that. You did call it. Right? And uh, I, this is a, a match made in heaven. LA talent. UCLA's fucking campus is incredible. LA face. It's going to be incredible. Like, this guy, get, you, you got to weather the storm. Now, yeah. the, the, the argument is, have offenses caught up to Chip Kelly's schemes? Because, you know, when he dro- dropped that shit at Oregon, no one was doing that. But I don't give a shit. I think this guy's a legit yeah, college the football ha- coach. Have the, have the defenses caught up to Urban Meyer's scheme? No. No. Yeah. So, boom. Yeah. This is the fucking easiest, almost the easiest And Pac-12 defenses never catch up to anything. Let's be Woo! honest. Got him, sick burn. Utah's got a good defense. True. Uh, Hashtag newcomer. <laughs> <laughs> Chip Kelly, UCLA, I think it's a fucking A hire. Second best hire of the whole offseason. If not the best. No. I, I'm going to get there. Okay. I'm going to get there. I want to hear it. Hang on to it, though. You're probably right. It's an A, though. You agree A? A to A+. plus. Awesome. Now, they're going to suck this year, though. They, I literally look All at the schedule. All he's got to do is throw a wide receiver at the quarterback position. I, I pulled up UCLA's schedule the other day, and I, I couldn't find the one for sure win. <laughs> mm. Cincinnati opening week would be the closest, but I think this team is in danger 
They'd have a lot of holes they on are this gonna fucking slap team. They're going to be fucking shit terrible out of Cincinnati. Hey, it's fickle second year. We'll find out. We'll, we'll talk about that when we get there. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, staying in the Pac-12, there's two more, and they're both from the state of Oregon. Oregon State, Corvallis, the Beavers, Jonathan Smith. You know who Jonathan Smith is, Pat? Don't know much about the guy. Not Jesus, come on. Former, former quarterback of the Beavers when he took him to the Fiesta Bowl and they whooped the shit out of Notre Dame. I think it was something like 41 to 9 or 41 to 10. They had Chad Johnson on that team. They had uh, TJ Hushmanzada on that team, I believe. This motherfucker was a legit quarterback at Oregon State. I was a fan of that Beaver team. I love when Notre Dame gets their ass kicked, Pat. <laughs> so that was amazing that a team that Cole was a second tier Pac-12 team that everyone guy. shit on. <laughs> and then that's great. So he was the, he comes over as the former OC of what? The Washington Huskies when they took him to the playoffs two years ago. Wow. He's a, he's got credentials, right? <laughs> and now he goes back to his alma mater. And now he goes back to his alma mater, right? He's so and, confident. And, and, and here's the problem, though. Here's the problem is that their fucking team is in... A, in Gary Anderson left this motherfucking team. He quit in the middle of the season, and this team has more holes than fucking. Oh, I don't yeah. know. I mean, I don't know what the fuck. I mean, they, they, more holes than than fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say some Jesus. Really we're already fucking story. this up, right? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> walks into a terrible situation. It's so bad, from what I understand. Uh, the spring game, they didn't have enough defensive backs at some point. So they actually were like throwing their their wide receivers and running backs back there as defensive mm. backs, trying little league, yeah, I ankle mean, biter football. They, and they're they're thirty nine and a half point dogs opening week against uh, uh, Ohio State. Mm. I'm going to take the points by the way because Jonathan <laughs> Smith's a good fucking coach. He's going to find a way to, to not lose by thirty nine and a half points, right? And and I like the hire. I love it. I will say this is more of a curve though than Chip Kelly. This is going to take three or four years before they even get to like six and six. Hey, of all programs, they should be pretty patient. You yeah. Know? So what do you say? I think this is an A. He's the the guy that took you to a fucking fiesta bowl. I'm going to default <laughs> <laughs> to your opinion on this okay, guy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, then we go to Oregon. We know this one. Cristobal, former OC of Oregon last year, used to coach at Florida International, kind of sucked with them, recruited well, sucked as a head coach. Mm-hmm. So he he retained Jim Levitt at, D, at defensive coordinator, which I think Jim Levitt is a it's fucking a amazing coach. Yeah. He was at Colorado the year before, made Colorado's defense look amazing. Agreed. Uh, former South Florida head coach. This guy, sh- Jim Levitt, should be the fucking head coach of Oregon. But anyway, Cristobal punches punch players him. in the face. That yeah, punches his players in the well. face. That's that's how you do things. <laughs> that's right. how you win. Right? I like this Levitt football. guy. Right. <laughs> So, so, so I think Cristobal is actually a decent hire though. He recruits well. He's got Levitt on defense as, to kind of mask maybe that the you know I don't know how good of a head coach he is, but when you have Levitt there, right? The fact they retained him I think was big. Certain guys are like the CEO. They they don't know the football, but they do what they do, and then they let their guys do what they do. Exactly. So, so, so I, I'm gonna give this one a B. I'm gonna say that's generous, and here's why. Because Oregon has been to two national championships in the past decade and probably should have won one of them. Um, And also, well, yeah, never mind. But they are the type of program that can hire a guy that's won anywhere, you know, as a head coach. And he hasn't. Mario Cristobal hasn't proven anything anywhere as a head coach. Good recruiter. All he's proven is that he can recruit. Okay. I think Oregon can do better than a good recruiter. Okay. So you're okay. I'm going to give okay. it a C. See? 
C minus. Wow. Wow. We'll see about it. Mm-hmm. This year, they got, they, they, they're got they flying under the radar this year. I think they're a dangerous team. Um, okay, so that's the Pac-12. You know what? We're only going to do the Power 5 conferences, but or maybe actually we'll do a Power 6. We're going to do it. We're going to cover America. I like what you just did Okay. There. Big 10. This is my fucking A, number one, fucking higher in the offseason. You know I'm outspoken about this fucking guy. Nebraska hires Scott Frost from the national champion Central Florida Golden fucking Knights. Amen. I don't care what you say. They only undefeated team of last year. Amen. And they beat the team that fucking the so-called national champions lost to by fucking like 18 points or whatever it was. They are the real national championships. He goes home to Nebraska. Love the fucking hire. Love mm. Scott Frost in general. Yeah. Scott Frost coaching tree. Is, does it get better than this? He was at Stanford with Bill Walsh. Transfers to Nebraska with uh, Tom Osborne. Gets drafted by the New York Jets. J-E-T-S. Bill Parcells was the GM that drafted him. Al Groh was his coach. Right? <laughs> then he goes to the Rams with Dick Vermeil. I think it was. I think it was Dick Vermeil. Right? He's got some heart in that then coaching Then he tree. starts coaching. He coaches at uh, defensive coordinator. Well, first off, he was a safety on the Jets. Became a special teams player on the Rams. Then he goes to college football. Co- defensive coordinator at Northern Iowa, which is a great FCF school, if you don't know that. Oh, yeah. Right? Then he goes, and he's the OC under Chip Kelly at Oregon. Right? I mean, the coaching tree, <laughs> and then he goes to, to Central Florida, who was 0-12. First year takes him to a bowl game, I think 6-6, six and six, right? Yeah. That second year goes 12-0, or 11-0, because of a fucking hurricane, right? And No, 12-0, because they won the bowl game. Yeah. No, because they, they had one game canceled because of a, a, a hurricane. The Georgia Tech game, that's yeah. right. Yep. That, this guy's coaching tree is incredible. He's the be- I think he's, he's going to be one of the better coaches in college football over the next 20 years. And I, I, I just thought this was one of the greatest hires. I think the Big Ten is so loaded with great coaches. This is by far the best hire of the offseason, in my opinion. I think I'm right there with you. I think you're more excited about it than I am. But And I'm a Colorado fan. I'm supposed to hate Nebraska, right. but I actually love it because I think Nebraska should be good in college football. Right. You know what I mean? They should be, yeah. But, dude, a guy that has coached and played – Special oh, teams, resume, he was a defensive right. coordinator. He was an offensive coordinator. This guy fucking knows football. Right. His resume is like, you can't even make that up. Yeah. Like, it's just so many legends involved with that. Right. And a so higher. many like positions. And like his offense is supposedly something that is like the newest hybrid that no one's running. It's like he's got an edge on everyone on paper on every level. Yeah, it's like spread, yeah. triple option, right. he's, meet right. in the middle. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I'm so excited to watch it. So, uh, and uh, I, I think that's an A. What do you rate that one? I think that's A, A plus, yeah. right there with you. Number one higher the he, uh, he or Chip Kelly will be the number one. Frost, Frost is going to win that battle. I'm telling you right now. But here's the thing about Frost: there's an element of A. Nebraska is no longer in the Big Twelve, able to pull Texas talent. Now they're trying to like go into new territory in the already, uh, you know. The Big Ten territory, which is saturated, and those teams have their strongholds. Basically, Nebraska lost their stronghold of recruiting, and they're trying to dip into a new one. If anyone can climb that mountain, it's Scott Frost. And, and you know my feelings on recruiting. You think I it's think overrated? It's highly overrated, as you saw when Central Florida beat the tar out uh-huh. of the Auburn Tigers. This is where Colby and I disagree. Well, we have a different understanding. It's basically recruiting. the The correlation between recruiting and success is basically a straight line, you know. But 
College football. A great coach can can beat a team that's more talented. College football recruiting is jaded. College basketball, it's much more important in my opinion. College football, you've seen this yourself. You said Phil Steele or whoever it was was doing. They're ranking up stars based on the programs. Meaning if Notre Dame recruits someone, it might have been a three-star. Sure. They'll all of a sudden turn it into a five-star right. because Notre Dame did it or because... Yeah. Alabama did it. There is an element of horseshit to recruiting. It is a huge element of horseshit. Yeah. I think football recruiting, highly overrated. Highly fucking overrated. Anyway. Uh, okay, we got one more coach. I said we're going to cover the American. Because I consider the American a power six conference. Right? Yep. Uh, Frost leaves Central Florida, and in comes Josh Heupel. Josh Heupel, former Oklahoma quarterback, won the national championship with Bob Stoops' first team. I think first... Yeah, I think he was the quarterback of his first team uh, in at Oklahoma. I think his second year, but his first team. Yeah, uh, I love that right. team. That was the last team I think that was. Was that Teddy Lehman and? Uh, yeah, Ro- Rocky Boyman I think was on that team, or Rocky Kalmus. Yeah. Two. Uh, Terrence Marshall, linebacker, that was a beast. But uh, was Terrence Newman at quarterback there, or no, no, no. Terrence Newman was a cornerback for K State. Right. Who yeah. am I thinking of? They had uh, some guys. No, no, no. They had they had Mark Clayton at wide receiver. They had Quentin Griffin at running back. Oh, they're stacked. Yeah, they had a, a, a just a ridiculous team. Yeah. Uh, but Heupel, I was a big fan then. Anyway, uh, former OC of uh, uh, of Oklahoma. Then he went on to Missouri. Missouri actually lit it up last year on the offensive side of the ball. Derek for the Strait, most that's part. who I was thinking of. Yeah, former okay. Jet. Jets drafted him. Who's a bust. Hey, good guy. <laughs> yeah, go. That's the the fucking moral of this episode. Is the he, Jets Thor- he was a Thorpe winner, right? Yeah, I think so. I think yeah. he might have been. He was a beast in college. Yeah, but uh, Heupel, OC of Missouri. They threw up points last year. Their defense was fucking terrible, but they threw up a lot of points on a lot of teams. Yeah. Right. Uh, I like the hire. I, I think it's. I, I. I just. I don't. I don't think you can repeat Frost, but I like right. the hire. I, yeah. I. I'd give it a B. Just. I. I think he's a good coach. I think he could be. You know. I think he could win a lot of games at Central Florida, but I don't see them making an undefeated run again. Well, sure. I yeah. mean, if you're trying, if you're basing the coaching hire on what the previous guy is, which we have been doing to some extent. Yeah. Um. You then, can't get better than that. Yeah, you can't get better than that. He does seem like uh, there's just a, a certain like uh, uh, sparkle attached in the name Josh Heupel that makes you think that you know he's going to succeed. But in terms of what he's proven, not that much. And uh, yeah, when you're following Scott Frost, I tough think, shoes to come into a, a guy that was undefeated, and right. then the year before was you know six, and, right. even you're six. You're going to be a downgrade. So you can't do you, anything. Eighteen and six as a coach, but I mean. All right. Uh, I give it a B. I'm with yeah. you. It's a good, it's a good hire considering. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm, I'm sorry. There's one more American hire that that Sonny Dykes, former coach of Cal, former uh, OC of Texas Tech, and last year he was an offensive uh, assistant, not the OC, offensive assistant uh, at TCU. Stays in Dallas, gets the job at SMU after uh, after Morris left for Arkansas. What do you think? I think it's actually. Uh, I think this one. Even though I'm not at really SMU, hun- yeah, I think it fits perfectly. SMU plays Following, no defense; they uh, throw a hundred thousand passes a game. Right. So, I mean, stepping into Chad Morris's yeah. offense, it should be a seamless it's, transition. It's, ex- it's a, exactly it's a great hire. I mean, I don't expect SMU to be any good, but uh, I mean, they, they'll make a bowl game. Yeah, maybe they'll win, six seven yeah, wins. Six seven wins at best. Never beat one of the big schools because I don't think Dykes' team can really do that. Even at Cal, I, I thought it was the right move to fire McHale, which I, I know that he had actually had a, some. A couple bowl games there, but I I, I thought the four set hire was m- much better. Yeah. Than 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 Sonny Dykes, but yeah. So I'm gonna give this one a, I guess a, a, a B. 
At SMU, you can't get better, and it yeah. fits the system. Yeah, you get yeah. SMU getting the Power Five coach down. I'm not excited about it. I don't think they'll ever be like real legit, but but I'll say you throw the ball around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the old ball coach. He's pretty much the old ball coach. Right. Okay. Now before we end this, I got some hot takes for you, Pat. Let's hear them. All right. And I'm just gonna spew these out. All right. You don't have to be fucking right. I'm not gonna hold you to this. Okay. Well, I might. I might just because I'm a oh, fucking well. asshole. Oh well. Right. All right. We got a new season. We're 41 days away from August 25th when we have week zero and there's four games and I'm fucking excited. But I want to know, the new year, who's the first coach that's going to be fired? Wow. Who is the first fucking coach that's going to be fired? Who is, who's I, I can tell you right now. Piping hot right now. Well, well, you got to figure it's got to be a big time school because most schools will actually wait to the end of the year. Yeah. So right to the, 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 the top of my mind is like, you know, Notre Dame, Brian Kelly. Mm. Uh, uh, LSU coach. LSU. Uh, 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 that LSU's got to be one. I think USC. USC starts out one and four, Man, one and they five. Just won the Pac-12 last year. They start off one and four, one and five, dude. They're going to be in trouble, man. Oh yeah. I mean, that's that's. They get UNLV day. week one. Then they play Stanford at Stanford at Texas. I think they get Washington State after that. I mean, this is a. That's a dude. That's a huge school. That's a little I could bit of see a, them pulling the plug. They go. They almost fired him before. That guy's the thing. Been he doesn't have a lot the of. Uh, he got hired. Yeah, he doesn't have a lot of cachet in his name. I'm not saying that's the correct answer either. I'm just saying, who do you got? What about Missouri's coach? Start out one and four, one and five. He almost got fired last yeah, year. I, yeah, that, that was, that's Odom, one of the yeah. first ones that come to mind. The fact that he didn't. The fact that he finished strong. But like, I think you're right. I think LSU is the answer. All right. I think LSU starts out because look, they got Miami week one. Ed Ordron. Yes. I, I just hate saying his last name. Kramer knows this. Right? <laughs> it's like Orgeron and We Tigers, right? Uh, uh, I think LSU's Cookie the monster. answer. I, I, think, I really do think it's the answer, though. I mean, Kelly could, too, but but I think Orgeron... If he loses to Miami. And look, and then he plays, I think, an FCS after that, and then they play at Auburn, and then I forget who they get in the fourth game, but I'm saying they could potentially start out one and four, I think. Yeah, they are definitely in... Let's see. They have the neutral site game against Miami. Start things off. Let's see what we got. We got Miami, and we got home against uh, Southeastern Louisiana, yeah, that's the Lions. Yeah, by the way, the SEC is such a crock of really, shit. scheduling yeah. the worst FCS schools. Really challenging but, themselves there. Okay, so they're one and one there if they lose to Miami. I, yeah. I think they still could beat Miami. They but, could easily yeah. beat Miami. But, but I'm saying, in this hypothetical... Sure. If they lose to if Miami, they lose Miami, then they go. They they get that W at uh, against Southeastern Louisiana. Yep. Powerhouse uh, at Auburn. Uh, that's a loss. That's that's most likely a loss. Yeah. Okay. Louisiana Tech at home, probably a win. Okay. Right. That skip holds, but that's a dangerous game, man. Troy beat him at home last year. Troy right. beat him at home last year. I'm gonna assume LSU can <laughs> pull that, that one. Off. That's how. Actually, you want to know how the wheels fall off, man? Mm -hmm. You want to know how he gets fired? They lose that game. Yeah, well, they yeah. They lose that game, he's fucking done. He's, he's one done. and three, he's done. And then this is what he's facing after this. Now, this is a bit of a murderous row. It doesn't start off super tough, but Ole Miss at home. Losable game. Losable game. Yeah. At Florida with Dan Mullen. That's a loss. they probably be yeah. the underdog there. Well, it's close. Uh, Georgia at home, they're going to take an L there. Yeah. Mississippi State at home. In, in Starkville or in Baton Rouge? In Baton Rouge. Ooh. It's about a push. They could lose that game though. They could lose that, and then they have to go. I think uh, I think you answered correctly though. I think I think that's the first coach to get fired. Okay. Yeah, okay. At Alabama or no, home to Alabama at Arkansas, he's gone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can see. <laughs> you him better come gone. up with some wins, okay, buddy. Okay. Okay. So I got two more of these hot reads. Yeah. Shea Patterson, former Ole Miss 
quarterback. He's at Michigan. What's the difference win total on that? And do they beat Ohio State with Shea Patterson? I got Michigan winning about 10 games this year with him. I think he makes a massive difference because that offense doesn't have any dynamic playmakers and just one playmaker in that offense opens up everything else. And I think he's that guy, especially at quarterback. We, we talked about this the other night over a few beers. I think Shea Patterson, I'm calling it right now. Yeah. Michigan is going to get their first win against Ohio State this year. I'm not saying they're Ohio State still might win the Big Ten. Yeah. They're going to come into Columbus. They're going to win that game. Harbaugh's had this one. He, the, in my opinion, two out of the last three, three, the, the three years Harbaugh's played him. Yeah. Two out of the three times oh, Michigan's yeah. outplayed. They him. could easily won those yeah. games. Yeah. So I think now you got Shea Patterson, they're going to fuck shit up. Buddy, I hope you're right. But when I look at the reality of the situation, it's like I just can't bet on Harbaugh dude, over Meyer. Dude, I think right he now. actually coach out coaches Meyer. I really believe that. that dude, last time what was yeah. it? Spate fumbled at the one yard line, snapping the ball. Yeah. The Spate game was over. Fuck that game. Then up. you have then you have the fucking uh, uh, the game last year when Barrett got injured. Barrett yeah. was getting his ass kicked, and then Haskins comes in. They, they I clearly were not prepared what for was that. The, uh, what, Haskins was, was throwing it, all over them. Was it last year or two years ago? I think it was two years ago where they had the uh, fourth down. Well, that, that's the fumble game. That's yes. the spate fumble. That, that's the same game. It should have never game. went to overtime. Yeah. Should have never went Michigan to overtime. Michigan was whipping their ass had, early yeah, in that game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. In my opinion, he's outcoached Meyer both, uh, two out of the three well, games. He's somehow managed okay. to lose that one. But All right, and last question. Yeah. So we agree on that one. Uh, Central Florida. Will there be an undefeated non-Power 5 this year that does what UCF did last year? No, there will not. You don't think Boise State? Boise State's the only one that I think really has the chance. The Boise, Boise State returns like 18 or 19 starters. Boise State they could. They play at OK State Week 2. They play at Troy Week 1, which is actually a very slept-on game. Yeah. I, I think I think they could, man. I Also, don't sleep on Fresno State. Mm. Don't sleep on UCF. Could, could Hypel do it again? No. What about Houston? Memphis? No? App State? South Florida. South Florida, but they Blake lose, Barnett. they uh, lose Flowers, right? They lose the quarterback. Yeah, they quarterback. got Blake Barnett. Well, actually, uh, they have Blake two Bar- quarterbacks. Uh, but Barnett is apparently going to be the starter because I can't think of the other guy's name, but he's suspended for the first three or four games. But Blake Barnett, they got in, so he was a you know, former five-star. Yeah. You're, you pay attention to your recruiting rankings. This yeah. guy should be the best quarterback ever, <laughs> right. apparently, right? Supposedly. Right? According to your little recruiting okay. rankings, he's the best quarterback ever. Okay. He's been at three schools in three years, but I mean, those rankings, right. those recruiting Don't rankings, they really mean that. a lot. Okay. They really mean a lot. Quarterbacks that. transfer. That's what they, they're prima donna. Okay, so you're saying no. Okay. okay. Yeah, probably not. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think I actually, well. <laughs> I think I think I might agree with you. Boise State could, though. They could. Boise State could. Uh, Agreed on that. But, all right. So that's it. So this is the first ever episode of the College Experience. It was rough. Look, we're gonna get you through this. You you can you can uh you can follow oh I'm sorry. Follow us on the SGP N network and network Jesus, I already fucked this up. Follow us at the <laughs> SGP network on Twitter. Uh rate and review. We're on iTunes, we're on Stitcher, we're on all that. Please give us a, a review. Actually, but I don't know. I mean, don't give us a bad review just because of the first fucking time. Look, the first time you fucked a girl, what happened? I would guarantee you busted <laughs> in fucking three seconds. Yeah. She never called you again. All right. So just, you know, work with us. Work with us. All right. Shit happens. It's gonna right? come but on. we're on iTunes, we're on Stitcher. Please check us out. And like I said, we're gonna break this down. We're gonna get more comfortable. We're gonna get a more uh, a for- we're gonna get a soundboard at some point. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get this thing going. We're gonna go through all hundred thirty teams. 
all 130 teams. This is going to be the best moment totals. of your week. Win totals, everything. We're going to have Twitter questions. We're going to fucking, I'm going to do a top 25 because I don't believe in preseason rankings. And I think the fact that there's preseason top 25 is such a crock of shit. It jades the whole fucking college football world I, for the I whole agree. year. Yep. And we're going to do our own database top 25 each fucking week. So look forward to it. And I appreciate you guys tuning in. And uh, like I said, you know, we're working on this thing. Thank you. Peace. Pat, Pat anything else? Hey. Yeah. Good times ahead. JMU against NC State? Are they going to win? We're getting this W, baby. Yeah. We're coming back, and then... Week one. We want Bama. Yeah. Okay, we'll see how that works. <laughs> right? All right. <laughs> All right, man. Signing off. Thank you for listening to the College Experience. Peace out. Finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.